0: Welcome into American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Today, we're talking about the sunflower industry. Joining us now, Executive Director of the National Sunflower Association, John Sandbach. And, John, how are you, sir?
1: Doing well. Thank you for having me on your program, Jesse.
0: Well, we appreciate the time, John, as uh, we talk about the sunflower industry, a lot of exciting things going on, a lot of things to talk about. I, I want to just start, I know uh, last week in Grand Forks, uh, you guys had your summer seminar with the National Sunflower Association, a lot of, uh, lot of folks in the industry there. Talk about a uh, seminar last week and some of the highlights for us.
1: Well, you know, we, we had one of our, our first sessions was we, we met with the USDA research scientists that are developing new sunflower hybrids. And they, they pass on most of the material to public companies. And, um, you know, what we were looking at doing was seeing how can we improve hybrids for sunflower? You know, is it yield? Is it oil? Better disease package? And just overall, just talking about the future, because obviously, you know, sunflower is, is going to be in strong demand here for the foreseeable future and, and down the road. Um, and so we just wanted to kind of, you know, get everybody's ideas, get their input and, and just overall how, what they like to see in, in their hybrids. Um, we also had a really good session uh, with uh, Mike Kruger. He talked about uh, renewable diesel and what does that mean for the vegetable oil industry? And, you know, in, in Mike's presentation you know, and, and of, of a lot of folks have, have heard about renewable diesel, but it, it's made from a 100 percent veg oil, a little bit different than biodiesel. That's a blend. And, um, you know, it's going to be just huge for the oil industry, whether you're your sunflower, soybean, canola, flax, you name it. Um, if we were to take every single acre right now in the United States, we still would not have enough oil to meet that renewable diesel demand and then also food use. So um, it just is a heck of an opportunity. And one of the things we talked about with hybrid development was how do we increase oil content uh, right now? You know, sunflower is about 40, 45 percent oil. But we'd like to get to fifty. Uh, you know, obviously, we're going to need more oil to fill all these markets.
0: Very, very true. And you, you talk about that uh, timeline on, on some of that. I'm sure there's, you know, quite a bit of a process, as there is with with any crop, with any genetic that we're looking to improve. Uh, talk about what you heard from that discussion, as far as maybe a timeline to improve some of the breeding, some of the oil content, et cetera, John.
1: Well, you know there there's some really interesting you know material that's going to be coming out in the next three to five years from USD that they're going to share with all the seed companies. Um, I'm really excited about the work they're doing now, and you know we we were just kind of getting an update on on what they have done, and you know in the future, like I said, we definitely have got to increase yield. We definitely want to increase our oil content because with sunflower, eighty percent of the value of that seed that you sell to a processor comes from the oil that you know the price of the oil that you get. So. Um, just a key thing for us and something that, you know, given the amount of oil that's going to be needed here just in the next five to 10 years for both food and diesel, um, we, we've got to wrap it up.
0: Well, you talk about that demand, of course, a lot of talk surrounding, you know, the U.S. sunflower crop this season, just with all the issues in the Black Sea and Ukraine. Talk about uh, this year's sunflower crop. I know we saw uh, quite a bit of an acreage jump, and we thought we would see that here uh, across the country as we got into this growing season. So talk about what you've seen and heard as far as acreage here for this, uh, this 2022 season, John
1: well you know acres here like in north dakota they they're up 49 percent from where they were last year uh, south dakota is up 16 percent, and overall when you look at oil acres we're up about 31 percent here in the u.s and overall for all sunflower that we had confection in we're at 29 percent increase from last year so obviously as you'd mentioned with the black sea situation it's really put sunflower in the spotlight and you know given the significance of russia ukraine i mean they they produce 60% of all the sunflower oil in the world. So I mean when you take that oil off the market or you restrict access to it, it really opened up some opportunities for, for US sunflower oil and you know from talking to the crushers they they're getting, you know, demand from people we haven't heard from in years that are looking to buy sunflower oil. So as long as that situation continues or even into the future when they're in the rebuilding process, I mean it's going to put US sunflower oil in a very good position to capture some new markets.
0: Well, now we talk about that acreage jump. How are crop conditions currently looking? What are you hearing from sunflower growers, especially across the Northern Plains, John? Well, you know, the Northern Plains,
1: boy, about 80% of the crop is in that good to excellent category and the remainder is fair. So, I mean, I haven't seen any in that very poor or poor category. We're really off to a good start. Um, Obviously, we've had some really good rains up here lately. Um, We had good soil moisture conditions to start this season. So um, the crop is looking really good right now. It is a little bit behind, obviously, because we go plant it a little bit later. But if we get the heat unit, sunflower really can just take off very quickly and, and it gets going. And I think we'll be in OK shape.
0: Are you hearing good results from other parts of the country as well, John? We look down maybe in the central plains and out like the Texas, et cetera. Are you hearing good, uh, good stories from the crops there? You know, in in Texas, they have been impacted by the drought. You know, I mean, they started
1: harvest already. They've got about ten percent of their crop harvested, and the yields have been average uh, for that area. Which, which, given the you know the dry conditions that they've faced, that that is pretty good. Um, in in Kansas, Colorado, Nebraska, they're they're very dry right now. Um, some of the sunflowers that are grown in those states are underwater. They're irrigated, so they're they're going to be in great shape. But You know, I'm a little bit concerned right now for the crop in the high plains overall, because there are going to have some issues if they don't get moisture. So it's going to be one that we're going to have to keep an eye on this growing season.
0: John, we need to as well talk a little policy uh, farm bill upcoming. You know, we're starting to have our meetings. We're starting to, you know, look at rewriting that farm bill into 2023. From the Sunflower Association perspective, from sunflower growers perspective, what are some things that, that you're looking for in that next farm bill, John?
1: We know something that we as an industry are going to address our reference prices, obviously, you know, where we're at right now, those are established, you know, five years ago and, you know, given where input costs are at today, I think we need to see an increase in reference prices. And I know other crops have talked about that also, and it's going to be one of our top priorities to make sure that sunflower producers are treated fairly and equitably with other crops Um, crop insurance for us is, is, is just so vital. I mean, when you look at last year with the drought conditions that we had, I mean, it made a huge difference for everybody. And so we're always going to be defending crop insurance and looking for a way to try to enhance coverage or is is there a better way to do some coverage? I know there's been discussion of ad hoc disaster programs or having a permanent disaster program, but if, if you can strengthen crop insurance and make that a better product, that's probably the best disaster program that you can have. So it's gonna be a, a big priority for us. And then also research, obviously, as like I said, as we're trying to you know enhance our genetics and, and getting a, you know, a better hybrid out there for growers. And we we definitely want to make sure that research is fully funded because that that's our key to, you know, to expand yields in the future.
0: Well, we appreciate the time. Folks can learn more online. SunflowerNSA.com is their website. With that, Executive Director of the National Sunflower Association, John sandbocket Thank you for joining us today, sir. We'll talk to you again real soon.
1: Thanks, Jesse, for having me your program today.
0: And again, the website to learn more, sunflowernsa.com. That's sunflowernsa.com. Big thanks to John Sandbach, an executive director of the National Sunflower Association, for being on today's program. That's going to do it for American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen, wishing you a great day.